Am I at a good angle? That's what I wanted to know. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Because I, I hate when I have the stupid screen there. Um, so how you been, Colonel? <laughs> Yo! Live. Yo! Oh, this guy again. Yo, everything's good, man. What's going on? Everything's good, man. Just uh, trying to trying to cope with the with the with the day. Yeah. Had a long had a long 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 day at work. It's been a long week. How many hours? How many hours? Too many hours to count. But let me tell you something. I'm pumped. I'm excited. And let's do this. There's nothing like the colonel being pumped. So look, you know, my veins are sticking out. Ah, feel like hooking out right now. Ah. I need I need some coffee right now. I need some Yo, coffee. man, listen. Never leave your coffee. Matter of fact, it's all black. I didn't even put any milk in it. Oh, that's terrible. Why would you do that? So you could be like, yo, I'm ready to talk. I'm ready yo, to I, I just want to be ready. There's definitely some hate going on down tonight. Yes, we're going to. I have I have read a few of my books from the pool list this week, and it's just got me fired, bro. Ugh. All right. Uh, did you uh, do you know that we have a special guest today, though? Who's that? Who, who are we talking about? Special guest? You, you didn't even you didn't even let me know who's this. Who, who's this? Uh, yeah, well, I think he's our good friend. His name is Jeremy. Oh, what? You got white privilege coming down in the house? Oh, no yeah. way! But no way. Would you like to introduce him? Yo, Jeremy, you how'd you get Jeremy to come down, son? This guy's like I, I have my ways. I'm there's this, a reason why they call me guru. This guy, this guy is like super geek, super nerd. I yo, we definitely gotta get down and talk some nasty shit tonight. When I knew that we were gonna talk Donny Cates, our a love-hate oh. relationship with Donny Cates, I had yo. to get I had to have him. Listen, let me tell you something right now. White privileges, mm -hmm. Donny Cates comments are gonna be insane once you get him talking. Hell anyway, yeah. anyway, without no further ado, do you have him on speed dial? Because I'm curious, because I want to introduce him the right way, man. I have him on speed dial. He's he's. I'm waiting for him to answer his his email request. I sent it to him. Let's see. Let's see. If, I'm just waiting for his pop up to bloop, and then he'll be here. Well, this guy, this guy. For for those that don't know, this guy's superpowers include. Easily getting out of traffic tickets, stealth, stealthily maneuvering past random pat-downs at the airport, avoiding bias, job interviews, not... I Listen, I paused there for a second because I'm like, damn, this guy's got it better than us, bro. Not attracting the attention of Walmart security. I mean, yo, when you, got those, when you got those superpowers, it's insane, bro. Yo, oh wait a minute! No, not and not to mention, <coughs> you got Jeremy to come in here. You got to get Jada coming here, son. You got to oh, get him. He'll destroy. He'll, he'll destroy the public. First of all, with his last comment, he was like, "Hey, if he's if 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 Jeremy's got those superpowers, he says don't avoid. So don't forget avoiding real estate discrimination." I'm like, I, let me I, tell I, you, let me tell you I something. Got a let me tell you something, how white privilege works so well. Like, in front of my own lawn, all right, my alarm goes off. Cops show up. They're asking me for ID in my own crib. Why? Because look at me. Look at this face. Like, meanwhile, meanwhile, 
Yeah. Meanwhile, wifey shows up, mm-hmm. and wifey's none other than white privilege's cousin. That I'm. No, no, sir, you're okay now. You're okay. You're. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Cops show up, and she's like, she's like, she's like white privilege. She weighs white privilege, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here in this neighborhood, man? This is ridiculous. I pay my bills. <laughs> I pay my taxes. Oh Lord! Oh, oh Lord. man! I'm curious. It's all it's all good, man. Guy. It's all good. While I sip my while I sip my coffee, and talk about yo, Donnie Donnie Cates, man. I tell you, I feel like. Can we start talking about this, or shall we wait? I think no, we can no, wait. we'll wait. But I'm gonna give you a comment. I'll give you a comment that I will have to put on the countdown right after. So this, I'll tell you a little story. So this morning, this, I had a crazy morning this morning. All right. Besides woke, mine, besides mine, besides besides yours, and eventually seeing seeing uh, the colonel for my fresh cut. Look at this guy sporting a fresh cut. Look fresh at me. Cut. I know what happened, man. I I woke up this morning, and there was a screw in my tire. Oh, man. But the tire wasn't flat. So I was like, okay, let me not pull it. Let me just drive to my, my guy and have him take it out and see what's going. I go to my guy, and he's not coming back till Monday. So I'm like, damn it. Okay, well, I have a guy up the block. I go up to the guy up the block, and he tells me, dude, uh, we don't do tires. I'm like, shit, okay. What? Like, a, a tire shop that doesn't do tires? Do tires. Yeah, he's like, we don't do tires. I mean, wait, I wait, guess- wait, wait, wait. What place is this so we can blast them? What <laughs> place is, is this? The name of this place is called Flacos. <laughs> wait a minute. Flacos? Yes. That does sound bootleg. Never mind. <laughs> Anyways, so he tells me there's a tire place nearby. They do tires. So I go there. <laughs> This is my third place I'm going to. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. If it was white privilege who rolled up to Flacos, they would have changed all his flats, rotated his tires, tires. and given him extra air, son. <laughs> so anyways, I go there, and the guy pulls the nail out the tire, the, the screw out the tire, and nothing. That It didn't even puncture the tire. The screw didn't hey. even touch the tire. Did I wasted you? an hour and a half. For nothing. Not even a... So wait a minute. The screw... You could have pulled out the screw? I could have pulled out the screw at home and nothing would have happened. Because he... he, Better safe than sorry, right? Well, you never know. I mean... Didn't know what... You know, you didn't know what size it was. So you didn't know how... You know... Exactly. So, like, that was my thing. But anyways, this is where the... This is where the, the, the... The pivotal moment of the story goes. So I'm a little pissed. So I call my wife and I say, you know what? You want to get breakfast? I'll call. I'll go to our our local deli, our favorite place, Island Bagel. Delicious. And I'll get myself. I'll get us breakfast. So I go there and we have a friend who works there. He's he's the guy who does all the sandwiches, the whole nine yards. And I'm talking to him and he's talking to me about Doctor Strange. And he's like, yo, did you see? And I go, Nah, I didn't see it, but I know everything that happened. So you could it's not like it's a big deal. And his buddy comes from behind him, Salvadorian guy. I'm half Salvadorian, so I, it's, it's all good. So I understand. He's like, yo, brother. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? Isn't it funny that they gave the chick, the Spanish chick of the movie, the ability to cross borders? <laughs>
we back again, son, after all those shots. So talk to me, American Chavez. She crosses borders. What the hell's happening in the MCU? <laughs> Did you, when he said that to me, we're, FYI, we're still waiting for Jeremy. Jeremy is telling me he's having some technical difficulties, but he'll be on as, as, as usual, but you know what it is? He's just going to show up fashionably late because because that's his style. That's his style. Uh, he's uh, but anyways, when he told me that I lost my ship. Totally forgot about my morning. But he was <laughs> like, "It's funny that they got the Spanish chick in the movie." Um, Yo, I've heard mixed reviews about this movie. I don't even think it's worth the six dollars matinee. I don't care what the people are telling me. My clients that are coming in, because I know for a fact that these guys are just MCU fanatics, and they're yeah. not hardcore comic fanatics. Oh, excuse me. Um, Man, yeah, I know. more cafe, bro. And that's what I'm doing. I'm burping. So anyways, this guy, when that guy said it, I, I asked him. I was like, okay, besides having the best comment that I've ever heard on the internet, period, that should be a meme. Uh, that should like, be a meme. American Chavez? America Chavez. She's the first, they gave a, the Hispanic superhero of the MCU the ability to cross, <laughs> ability to cross borders. <gasps> and look at that. We have our guest with us. Oh, oh, in his Batman shirt, no less. Everybody, welcome. White privilege. <laughs> Give him the one. Give him the one. There he is, all screen. Give him the one. Him What's the up, one. Jeremy? What's going on, guys? Man, uh, it's nice to have you on board, man. Oh yeah! Welcome to the yeah. Geek Archive, Geek Archives Lounge. We were, we were just, we were just I had telling. Had to change my shirt for this. Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm wearing a number. That's a nice yeah. shot, man. That's a nice shot. That the baby, you know, anagramic in the back. Uh, I got Star Wars going on behind me. I got the comic. Look at that background. I see uh, the nice. Mandalorian and the child. Uh. Who else? I have uh, some silver hawks up here. I wanted to sit the other way. If I would have had my laptop, I would have been better off. But I had to be able to plug in. So, oh, it looks good. can't see my X Men wall. But that's oh, cool, man. The legendary X Men wall. That would have been <laughs> next time. Next time for sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, so we we have a comment for you that we were talking about because Freeholders had to bring up. The idea of white privilege, one way or another. So, <laughs> he said, he said this. The he, I said this. I told my story. Another story. The guys, the I went to a deli, anyways, and the guy behind the counter said, "You know what's funny about this Doctor Strange movie? Why did they give the Spanish character the ability to cross borders?" <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even seen the movie yet, and I was gonna go see a six dollar matinee, and I don't even think I want to spend my six dollars, man. Uh, it's like that. I'd rather buy a comic with it. That, mm -hmm. that was written by a white guy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! All right, yeah. yo. I mean, the people at the at my job when they come in and they talk about this movie, like I got mixed reviews. You got the hardcore fans shitting hard on it. Like, I know, you know, you shitted hard on it. 
and you have your reasons for it. And then yeah. you got the other guys that are just MCU fanatics, and they're like, yo, it was the greatest thing since, you know, sliced bread. So I'm like, do you know what you're watching? Come on, man. But we'd like to hear, we'd like to hear Jeremy's opinion of this <laughs> third of a movie. The, the only guy who actually saw the movie <laughs> in this in this chat. <laughs> uh, we've shit on it many times. Get, give us your, give us your review. Because I'll, yeah, I'll tell you a so little I... bit of background. <laughs> I saw a picture of yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy's, Jeremy smiling, up. and he was like, "I'm seeing Doctor Strange." By the by, the hour and forty minutes later, he's like, "This fucking movie." Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead. Uh, I'm sitting to this movie. Uh, with my son next to me, and I couldn't help. I kept looking over at him just to see what his reactions were, because I thought some of the stuff was so dumb. And he's just looking at the screen, like it's the most idiotic thing you've ever seen. And like I, I yeah, you know, I hear these people around me after the movie's over saying how great it was, but you know, <laughs> these moments within the movie were so horribly done. <laughs> I don't know if we're in like in the clear for any spoilers or not, and I don't want to go there. But we're we're in the clear. We're in the clear. We want we want to hear everything you gotta say, man. You're in the clear. Yeah, we're we're definitely in the clear. Today I saw a picture online in my regular page of um, John Krasinski as Mister Fantastic. So I think we're good. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't even. uh, I look that stuff was good. All right, like I -hmm. I like the cameos. The cameos were cool. They were so short lived, like literally mm-hmm. lived. Like, uh, but <laughs> like, I, anyways, <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. So, um, they... Like I like everybody get to the end of the movie, and Doctor Strange is not even a part of the final battle. Like he's sitting off to the side, letting America Chavez do everything. And he's like possessing the worst CGI zombie I've ever seen in my life. Like, no. I, I'd go back and watch Night of the Living Dead before I watch that garbage again. It was seriously, awful. really? Oh, no, you gotta I, see it. Like, you know, half, I, part I of his feel mouth like is and it just looked like a cartoon. Really? It, it was sad, guys. Wow, but I went from like to believe it, shitting on it to like, oh no. Oh, not no. not good, man. Not good. I mean, they wanted to give you they wanted to give you Mr. Fantastic because they wanted to introduce the Illuminati, and the minute you jizzed, they 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 still just let it. They just they just let it dry, man. Yeah. It, it it breaks my heart in, in in so many ways just to know that I had I there's Reed Richards by played by a very good actor, and then they kill him. <laughs> like, there it was like. It's like the biggest cock tease I've ever heard, and for for a nerd ever, especially someone oh my God, who's been guys. waiting for it. Oh my God! Like this moment with uh, Patrick Stewart, and God love him, like you know, like mm-hmm. he's an amazing man, amazing mm-hmm. actor. But they took him out of the chair, like he what? entered, he entered the mind of Scarlet Witch, and he's like walking across the plains, and he's just wearing this turtleneck. And some slacks, Wait, and he looks so up... frail. He looks so oh my... frail, and like, they, they straight I, he's up... a walking corpse. He looked like oh a better God. zombie than Doctor Strange. Oh, wow, <laughs> man! 
So they, they so they introduce Professor X, who's now like this zombie. Then they introduce Mr. Fantastic. Who else is part of the Illuminati? Black Bolt. Black Bolt was Which, in there. Any any justice to him, yeah. or are you going to turn on him? Any justice? It, it was a, like they they made a joke out of like you know how much people hated him, and like actually they did pretty good. They took the Black Bolt from the Inhuman show from and the show. turned like, it into right? like a fun moment. Okay, cool. Yeah, I like, saw the picture I of the costume. That pretty cool. I saw the picture of the costume. The costume looked fantastic. Like it actually looked. It did. They they did a really good job with him. Like, but he only had like I don't know five minutes of screen time. Mm. Uh, really? You didn't get to see much of him. Captain Carter was up there, mm. and, and of course. Uh, but she, Captain Carter, is not part of the Illuminati. Why is she even there? Because of all the people who watch What If. That's why. Uh, Let's be honest. Uh, Let's be honest. There's no. And you want to, you want to hear something funny? Yeah, That's just, my least favorite episode of that entire show. What I about um? What about Namor? Namor show up? Namor? No. So all. wait, it was just those people. What kind of group of the Illuminati is this? They, they have Captain Carter, Black Bolt, Professor Xavier, and Reed Richards. That's it. And Mordo. Uh, oh, they brought Baron him Mordo. back. Yeah, so he was a multi-dimensional version of Mordo. He uh, wasn't even the one from in. the first movie, right? That's what I heard. No. The rumor. He's. Oh wow, that's funny. Hmm. Hi. Uh, that part was done okay. It was still kind of weird. Like it was a, it was it was a missed moment for me because they went from like leaving us off with seeing Mordo, like in, you know, basically coming to power, and they mm -hmm. left him out of this movie except for this cross-dimensional version of him. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Like missed the mark. It yeah, like in the last movie, at the end, he was becoming the villain that we know him as, and then, uh, for what I hear from this, he's not even worth. He he's like in a, like half a second of this movie. So what the heck is going? Yeah, it wasn't uh, much at all. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, I don't know. It's just it's disappointing. I heard the star of the movie was yeah. Scarlet Witch. Probably was her movie. That's why. Scarlet yeah, Witch. Yeah, her kid. Like, they brought her kids back from WandaVision. Um, oh, so yeah, okay. and they they didn't really exist like in her world. Like when she, yeah, uh, eliminated her fantasy world or whatever. Like the kids went with it. Like so, mm -hmm. she was reaching out through other dimensions to try to find living versions of these children that she's had dreams about. Like so, she knows they're out there. She finds mm -hmm. them and tries mm -hmm. to reconnect with like a like an interdimensional version of her kids and mm -hmm. man these kids were like kind of cute in wandavision but they are terrible actors <laughs> there's a moment when they're scared for their life <laughs> like my son said well dad they're child actors it's not like they're gonna be any good i'm like son i have seen some amazing child yeah actors child actors there, and yeah. these were not them these these, are not them. Uh, these guys they're, these guys they're hiding <laughs> they're hiding behind like the stairs like holding on to the banister and like rails like looking through it and like please mommy help me please help us <laughs> it was Jesus. so awful wait till you see it you'll cringe 
Oh, oh man. More and more, like, I'm like, I'm going to go see this on a, on, a, on a Tuesday, you know, for cheap. I'm going to go see this, you know, when it's $5. Now I'm like, I'll wait for it to come on demand. Uh, not even on demand when it comes on Disney Plus. I'm a, I'm actually I'm actually afraid with me. Let me ask you guys. Listen, let me, that's one thing. But like, it it was bad. Like, I can't. It sounds. I couldn't sounds tolerate warm. it. More and listen, more, like, yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I just gotta ask. If you're gonna compare this movie to say the two hours that we lost watching Inhumans, any good? You mean Eternals or? No, no, Inhumans, the Inhumans, the, the one that aired back in, like, 2016, I think. Oh, wow. I, I didn't even give that garbage the time of day. Like, I heard so no, many bad things. I. I haven't even watched it. Like, I, I feel like, like the, the show was made to kill. Better. Did, did you, oh, well, did you like the movie in general, The Eternals? Eh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if if yeah, you said you like this better, then that must be, I mean, you like The Eternals better, then this must be bad. Um. I don't know. There's nothing that could probably wash the taste out of my mouth of the Eternals. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty ugly. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what I felt like I was watching when I was watching the Eternals? I felt like I was watching Josh Whedon's Justice League all over again. Oh. But, but like with different names. <laughs> like they were like, this is Superman. No, no, no. We're not calling him Superman. He is Icarus. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel like when I was watching this movie. I go, did did this guy just said, I really, I I love the shit out of Josh Whedon's Justice League. I have to make this movie, and that's exactly what they did. Because that's what it feels like watching that movie. Well, they had the dude that looked like uh, the uh, like the Flash, right? They had a dude that was fast. Yeah, he's she, like the Flash. Uh, yeah, chick that she was she was fast, and uh, like her little quirk was that she was mute or something like that. Not quirk, but like that was like the whole crux of the character. Of some sort, and then they had Angelina Jolie, who was like going through like trauma, I guess, trying to think. I could barely remember this movie now thinking about it. <laughs> um, like trying to put the pieces. I literally, I, I remember sitting down watching this movie with my wife, and we get to the hour mark, and we pause the movie because we're like, oh, we're going to bed. And I look at the hour mark, and I go, wait, there's an hour left. How is this even possible? I thought we were towards the end of this movie. I literally went all the way to the end of the movie just to see the after credit scenes. That was it. Wow. So, oh boy, crazy man, bananas. Yeah. So far, yeah. the MCU has been pissed. It has been pissing me off. The the movie MCU, they they killed Doc. They destroyed Doctor Strange. They they make him into like. They get a good director, and then they kind of just fuck it up. <laughs> and then they, and then um, with the Eternals, I think Icar Icarus is one of my favorite characters. I think he's very underrated. And then they turned him into the whole like, he's he was a good guy, but he's really the bad guy, and he's he's definitely has an agenda of some sort. And oh boy, they don't have any good villains, man. They got to get a really good villain, like. But, and they have so many good Marvel villains that they just don't want to touch. Like, I don't know. I don't even know why. Maybe maybe they just don't want to. You know, the mouse doesn't want to get his hands dirty with filth. You know, <laughs> like now you have they have Doctor Doom for a while now. For at least five years, they've had Doctor Doom Doom in their corner. They could use Doctor Doom. They could use Norman Osborn. They could use Galactus. They could even use Super Scroll, which they fucked that up too. The scroll. Isn't Super so. Scroll coming now with Nova? The movie. 
I, I guess. That's Adam Warlock, that was promised a while back. Adam yeah. Warlock. How he'll many come, more people? Come. Like, there's so many. There's so many good villains that could like come out of nowhere, and they just, they're just like, uh, let's make Loki a good guy, but then now he's a bad guy, but then he's a good guy. Okay. I yeah. mean, look. I mean, look what they did with Moon Knight. Like, we got. I I feel like when we were watching Moon Knight, we got five episodes of like. Some really good stuff. And then, like, the last episode is just, like, we're just going to shit on our fans. Less, I, I don't even want to. How do you feel about that last episode, Jeremy? I feel like I didn't get your opinion on that. Or at least I didn't read it. Yeah. It, you know, I kind of expected them to cliffhang it. Uh, I had heard there's a, uh, like, I had heard there was a rumor about them changing, like, the series. Uh, finale to uh, season finale. So going into it, I knew like they were going to cliffhang us at some point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. That whole, it, mm-hmm. that whole like part where he was lost in his own mind and he was in like the insane asylum. I yeah. feel like that was a really cool idea, but it wasn't really well done. Um, they, I feel like they went on too long. Things. They could have done so much more with it, and they didn't. They just let it go. Yeah, I, I feel the same. I feel the same way. I feel like, I so I didn't hear about that they took the series finale into a season finale until after I saw it, and it makes sense because when you watch this, you feel like it's going into, it's going into a different place, and I feel like they yeah. spent way too long in that asylum, um, because it was interesting, and we finally like. I, I don't understand the process of like the way that they structured the story of that show because it started off, you know, pretty good and you're like, okay, where is this going? And then when you knew where it was going, it got good and then it went it's like it started declining really hard because that last moment at least that last episode, I felt like everything in that episode was rushed. I felt like they were just like, Okay, let's get to the end, let's get to the end, let's get the Egyptian superhero. Let's get the yeah. Egyptian superhero. Let's get him. Oh, oh, he he can't remember. He can't remember. What can he remember? I thought he only had two personalities. People who actually read the comics know that there's a third, but whatever. Well, and, I mean, Jake Jake was in every episode. I mean, yeah. I don't know. You know, people like, like overlooked it. That, yeah. That personality change when he kept killing. You yeah. know, they just they want to show you him, but he was there. Yeah, he was from episode one. In episode one, when he kept blacking out, it wasn't um, Mark. It was Jake. Um, it's just weird that it, it's a good twist. Like, let's say if this was a, just a whole a show that was just confined, it'd be a good twist because then you're like, oh, I should go back and watch. But they made it yeah. more of a sense of like, oh, it's a twist. Let's see what happens next season now that the villain might be Conchu. So. And then they introduced this female with wings. Like she looked like something out of Silverhawks. Did, did we? I don't think we needed her. <laughs> no, we definitely didn't. They they had to take out three seconds of my life for them to be like, "Are you an Egyptian superhero?" There's wow. literally people dying. <laughs> There's literally people dying. But why do you need to answer this chick? I mean, like, are you Egyptian superhero? Get the fuck out of here, girl! What are you doing? Yeah, That's what I. That was said. so we didn't miss the point. Uh, <laughs> they wanted us. They wanted to make sure we know that they introduced an Egyptian superhero. And, here's my, and it's here's all my good. Favorite. We got we got the point. We understood. Like we we yeah. knew that. They didn't have to reaffirm it to like, you know, mm. boost their you know yeah. 
their own little agenda I, or whatever. Yeah. I can tell you, they definitely <laughs> they doubled down on it because the first comment, the first thing I read after seeing that episode, I went on Instagram, and I see something from not the director of the show, but from I guess somewhere of the producers of Disney, and it said the comment was it had nothing to do with Oscar Isaacs, had nothing to do with anything else. It said we're very excited that we got to introduce, we got to introduce a, uh, the first uh, Egyptian superhero, and I'm like, are you serious? So the whole episode had to do with just this this one section, this two sections. It was the female girl, the female, the, the girl? Yes, the girl. What's her name? Scarab, right? I guess. She was the elephant, no? She, the hippo. The hippo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is a hippo? I want to ask you guys, you know, maybe I'm uncultured, but have you ever seen a hippo without wing, a hippo with wings? Yeah, I didn't understand <laughs> that either. <laughs> like when I, I was like, okay, um, hmm. great. That's what I oh, said. What's she you... should have been, she mm-hmm. should have been like five hundred pounds and eating Twinkies. <laughs> you, you know what? I would have been, I would have been pleasantly surprised if they turned her into like the Juggernaut. That would have been cool. Yeah, she should have been something bigger. Like that elephant was big, man. I mean, whatever. Yeah. What was hippo. it again? A hippo. Was that hippo, hippo was a shoe. That thing was big, man. Yeah, like what's funny though is that so my wife asks me like oh you've read a couple moon knight comics right and i'm like yeah i've I've read like bendis's stuff and whatever um she's like who's that hippo i was like oh that hippo's not in the comics i have no fucking clue who this person is (laughs) like uh, i was like as like usually when these marvel shows or these marvel movies do this you you might as well go like and just throw everything else that you know it was just just it was just to cover their butts man pc you, you know how I feel? Like, okay, so Captain America Civil War. I know a lot of people like it. I'm one of the few that doesn't really like it because it doesn't make any sense. I felt the same way. The way that when they introduced the hippo and, and, and I was like, the other thing you else know. In the beginning of the movie where they kill off crossbones, I was like, okay, forget everything you know. This is We'll see where it goes from here. Because yeah. that, was like, that was doo-doo. I don't even know why they killed off crossbones in the first time. They killed him. And I go, I you had like... That was the moment where my my Marvel hate started coming for the first time in my life because I remember seeing it and I look over to my wife and there's a term that once in a while me and my wife throw around when it's like it's so crazy and bombastic that you just can't believe it. It's it, you look like someone shit in your Cheerios, <laughs> and that's exactly how when they killed off Crossbones, I go I looked at her and she's like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "I feel like someone shit in my Cheerios right now." Someone uh- just <laughs> took off their pants and just. I was like, fuck you. I was like, this is the guy who kills Captain America. Like, yeah. not cool, man. Anyways. So, yeah. I was uh, glad to see boy. Rumlow back in uh, in the comics. Was that the the new Captain America that yeah. he was just in? Yeah, I think uh, so. You read that, Colonel, right? Yeah, you're talking about the, uh, the other dude with the wings? Yeah, uh... At the end of a comic, and man, I, I should have been paying attention. Oh, crossbones! One of the books. Yeah, crossbones. Yeah, 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 yeah crossbones. I. Was, I was. Uh, no, actually, I was. That was a great read. Like I read that book, and I was just turning each page, and I was like, "Yo, this is actually really good." It reminded me of the Falcon show, Falcon, Falcon Winter Soldier. I was like, yeah, "This is a really good book." I mean, you know, was it great? It was good. You know, I, I I've read better, but still, it was one of those. I got my four dollars worth. Absolutely. You get to the last page, and it says, you know, 
what do you go by, Mr. Rumlow or Crossbones? And I was like, oh, yeah, they're bringing him back. <laughs> Finally, they're like, yes. <laughs> you know, because the movie left a bad taste in your mouth, so it was nice to see, you know, the ending of that. I was like, oh, they were going to bring this dude back, and it kind of leaves you wanting to buy the next issue, you know? Absolutely, yeah. especially when they make him such a badass in Winter Soldier. They show how badass he could be without the costume, and then when they finally give him the costume, he dies within the what the first ten minutes of that movie. Ten minutes. Yes. I, I I think I counted eight 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 minutes and a half. And they kill him off. I go, are you serious? <laughs> and I remember, oh my god, you don't like. I remember like seeing pictures of him online and being. I was like, oh shit. I was like, I'm guessing the Civil War movie is probably gonna be because the Winter Soldier movie. It wasn't like exactly like the Winter Soldier comic, but it was close enough where you were like, you could follow it. Um, and so the same thing with Civil War, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Maybe they'll do something at the line where at the end of the movie, they shoot Cap. And I'm like, that'll be cool, but no. You don't even get freaking Baron Zemo with a mask until, like, what, five years later? Yeah. And they still, and honestly, and this is how I feel. That wasn't. Least, yeah. That didn't no, last that was, long either. No, that, what was that, an episode, two episodes? We get him with a mask yeah. and... I think I saw him more in the trailer with the mask on, you know, like, and I feel like they still haven't, they haven't, the, the Mandarin, they still haven't got the Mandarin right. The same way how they, they've never gotten right Dark Phoenix or Phoenix in general, they've never gotten the Mandarin right. They don't take them a few tries, man. It's like they're, they're scrambling eggs, man. They, they make, they're cracking the eggs and not doing it right, man. I was speaking to a buddy of mine, and I was telling him that the same thing. I was like, I feel like they haven't. He goes, he goes. Well, I know how much you like Taskmaster. I know how much they fucked him up in, in, um, in Black him? Widow. You I was like, him? oh, her, her, <laughs> her. Don't, oh my God, turd. You want to talk about like another shit, shit in your Cheerios moment? So I'm ready over this. I'm watching the movie at home, and I I see this part, and I go. I'm like, go fuck yourself. I stand up, I walk away. I was like, fuck this. I, I don't even like, know. They should have just kept the mask on. It would have been perfect if they had kept the mask on. But no, they got to take the mask off. They're like, oh, who? Look, it's a female. Why? Why? <laughs> and, and even, like, first of all, I wasn't a big fan of the way that they did the costume. I thought the costume looked pretty cheesy. He looked like he was wearing a ski mask, let's be honest. Or like if he was snowboarding and he had the big goggles and something like that. So I wasn't a fan of it. I'm like, where's the skull face on this? Some of these super cool looking costumes... They just, what are they thinking? But anyways, I'm telling uh, my friend is telling me he goes, well, it took about ten years before they try to do the Mandarin right. Maybe it'll take another fifteen years before they try to do Taskmaster right again. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. By that time, I'm really not gonna give a shit. I wonder what they talk about when they do like these these secret super meetings, planning and plotting shit for the next ten years. How we're we gonna screw the fans? Give them turds, turds. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure they're like. So they're like, so what villain haven't we done yet? How about Taskmaster? What's, the, what's his power? I don't know. I don't give a shit. And they're like, okay. Uh, they're like, he's like, can we use Spider-Man for something? Nah, but I think we can get Toby. <laughs> that's what it feels like. Like uh, That's what it feels like sometimes. I was like, how about Andrew Garfield? He's tied up in movies now. I'm sure he'll come back. <laughs> that's what it feels like. Like... It, because it, it, it boggles my mind. Like, I feel like now that there's no plan for the Marvel Universe, even though they say they have a plan, 
that's what it feels like. Kevin Feige and, well, James Gunn ain't there. Is He's only making one movie, but Kevin Feige, the Russo brothers, they're all sitting around, and they're like, all right, are we going to try crack today and see what we come up? Because, <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening next. It was like, they were like, you know what's a good idea? And he's like, wait one second. We should have Blade speak at the end of the movie. But don't tell anybody it's Blade. And the, yeah, he's like, yeah, but I read the script. Black Knight's in the movie. Black who? <laughs> That's what it feels like. Are we going to give him a costume? That motherfucker yo, wears a costume? This like, what was I going to say, man? They, they, so, the, yo, so you talk, so I talked to clients in the shop, right? And when they come in, they're like, yo, yo, Junior, do, do you, did you see? Did you hear? They're going to, um, they're going to, they're going to bring Blade. I was like, how do you know they're bringing Blade? Oh, I had to look it up online. How do you know it's Blade? You know, unless Marvel actually leaks it out to you. Like, mm-hmm. like it make no sense. And then you got Kit Carrington, who's supposed to be badass, you know. Black Knight. Black Knight, Jon Snow, whatever. And he's mm-hmm. just like, and he's just like, whatever, looking lame. <laughs> he, in the entire movie, he's like, yo, you going to touch my pee-pee? You gonna touch my pee-pee? Wow. <laughs> That's how he, in the entire movie, I'm like, this guy has no, this, you might as well call him Roger Dangerfield because, uh, like, he got no respect. Like, uh, he's like, you gonna touch my pee-pee? Oh, wait, here's a sword. He has a sword? That That's, oh. I had no idea what the, what connection Blade has with the Black Knight. It, like, it made no connection. I can tell you the connection. You ready for it? Oh. This is from a guy who writes. Are you ready? Blade. Black Knight use a sword. Oh, man. There you go. Blade. Black Knight use a sword. There's your connection. Boom. As, as far as turds go, man, you know, we should talk about the turds of this week. What have we read that's just a complete turd? Donnie Cake. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he said it, not me. Listen, the episode, the biggest name in the industry. Yeah. Let Let's throw some praise before we start throwing some hate. Yeah, sure. Donny Cates. Donny Cates made me grow love for Venom again. Donny Cates made me like Thor more as a character and put him on my pull list. Mm, Donny Cates. Let me see what else. Donny Cates made Guardians Carnage of the Galaxy, worse. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Oh, Donny Cates made a simple sci-fi storyline of Guardians of the Galaxy very interesting to me. That I was like, yeah. I need to get the compendium and get the big book. He made the idea that should not work, which is Ghost Rider is actually Frank Castle, but in the future, work perfectly. And made the stupid typical storyline of killing baby Thanos into something so interesting that I had to find issue one. He made Donny one Cates. of my favorite new characters uh, of all time with Cosmic Ghost Rider, like you were talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. With Frank Castle. Like, I have a picture of Cosmic Ghost Rider hanging on the wall. And I bought that. I mean, that was a while back, but I have it What's... because of Donny Cates. Absolutely. Uh, even I can go even more so. He took the idea of Frank Castle. I have never heard of the idea of Frank Castle being a wise cracking person. That is so not his character. 
and he made his Ghost Rider into like miniature Deadpool in a very weird way. He made okay, here's another thing. Thanos was very interesting as a character, but he made Thanos even more interesting. Thanos wins is a great story. I remember reading it. I remember reading it during the pandemic. And like I'm doing my laundry at a, in a laundromat, and we're stopping. Like, oh, I can't believe this is going on. Did you guys ever touch? Did you guys ever read his God Country? I started reading it, and I, I, no. you know what it felt like to me? It's it's not bad. Um, I didn't like it probably as much as Frijoles liked it because I know you I, liked it, right? I like the God Country. I I, yeah. I enjoyed the the concept what he did with that storyline with the sword being the the sword of swords like mm-hmm. like the sword is the all supreme sword of all swords through like every universe every like continuity like yes you didn't you didn't read that storyline right jeremy no i haven't read that all right it's so bad. it's image nah but it was it was actually a really great story like this sword is like whatever it speaks think of it like the idea that he just did with like um with Molnir. Yeah. With Mol yeah, with Molnir and, and, and Odin being stuffed in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like he stole his own idea and just gave it to Marvel. He took tore, tore it from Image and gave it to Marvel. Like <laughs> now we, now I'm, we can start talking the hate. Let's, I mean, couldn't have you been <laughs> couldn't you have been more original? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, now we can start talking the hate. Wait, we had we gave him we, we gave him enough praise. He's got a nice he's got a nice collection under his under his belt. But Absolutely. now, but now when you're paying eight ninety nine for a fucking Thor book, and you get nine pages of cakes, and the rest is fucking turd filler, now the colonel gets angry. <laughs> oh my god, you want to talk about putting a title that had such goodwill. Of which was Thor. Do you remember me and you were talking Thor at James's fortieth birthday party? We were Bert. spreading the love of Thor and telling like these kids, "Yo, you need to read Thor. You need to read Thor." All hail Donny Cates. You need to. Read I Thor. pray. I had nothing but praise for this idiot. Nothing. Yeah. Nah, nothing. Nothing. This guy's like, you know what? I'm so big and mighty right now. These fuckers will buy my issues no matter what, as long as it has Cates on it. All of a sudden, the dude wants to complain about, I have writer's block. We, 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 we. We don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> Just like that. We, 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 we. That's exactly what he sounds like. We, we, we. I'm going to take a little sabbatical. I'm going to go on vacation with wifey. We, we, we. No, you don't tell the public that. You tell the public, I'm going to go on a retreat to write better shit so you can spend your money on my fucking books. <laughs> All right. You, you ready? So God Country. So I like I said, I liked God Country up to an extent. But when I read Thor and I and I liked the idea of Odin being in the hammer, the first thing I thought was Donny Cates sat down, looked at his shelf, and was like, What book didn't sell a lot? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I felt. Cause like I could tell you from experience, I recycled ideas that I'm like, no one read this story. Boom. So if he if I could do it and I have no name. He could do it and make a lot of money. Listen, he, here's another recycled idea, which I thought who did it better, right? And I and, and this is why I'm upset with Kate. So, mm-hmm. did you guys read Barbaric? It was, um, three, no. it was I, I read the first one. All right. If you okay, so 
I'm going to sell you on this barbaric. It was probably the most insane three issues I've spent my money on in like in the last two years. Yo, you talk about this guy that looks like Conan. He's all savage-like. You know, dealing with some chick that she's like, I don't know, think of her like Cersei or like some mage chick with like, mm -hmm. she takes out like these psionic daggers from her body and stuff. And she just, she's got all time, all like countless amount of daggers that she could just fling at people. Mm -hmm. She has all this crazy magic. But the dude that's barbaric has this sword. The sword fucking talks. It's got a face. It looks like something out of the evil dead. And the sword's like, I need blood. I'm you. You must. Uh, you, you must uh, slay him and slay him and slay him. And that's how he feeds. And the more like the more blood and mayhem, like the stronger the axe gets. And it was just like an insane storyline that I feel Case robbed. I think he robbed that storyline, man. And he said, and you know what? <laughs> Nobody's read Barbaric because it's not done by Case. <laughs> okay, granted. You know, they both stole it from the idea of Black Knight, but, you know, because that's the whole thing with the Ebony Sword. The Ebony Sword in Black Knight, which is the reason why Jon Snow was touching it, like, oh, it's a pee-pee. The way he was touching it. Wow. Oh, my God. It was, smooth, it, was smooth, it was smooth and silky? Smooth yeah, and, silky. and you hear, like, <laughs> which is basically, like, touch me, touch me. Like, <laughs> um, it's, is that because the sword needs blood? Yes. Again, blade, sharp, sword. There you go. But I want to hear it's Jeremy's opinion because I want to laugh my ass off. I need to know what you think of Thor 24. Oh, hold on. Uh, so, well, Thor 24 is another thing. But so <laughs> we got the Herald of Galactus, you know, the God Herald of Galactus with Thor, uh, mm. you know, basically playing Galactus like the whole time. Amazing yes. storyline. Then we oh, had yeah. Donald Blake like show up. As this other entity, uh, you know, Odin created Donald Blake, and he showed up, and like turns out to be like you know this demonic kind of version of Donald Blake that we all grew up with, being like the dude with the cane on the other side of Thor. Mm -hmm. Like really cool story. And then you know, I thought Thor had promise with uh, you know Mjolnir having uh, an entity behind it. Like, I thought that I had promise. I had no idea it was linked to, like, another one of his ideas. But, you know, I thought it was decent. Yes. And then we get up to, you know, Thor 24. And, you know, we get a couple pages of a funeral. And then we go into, like, all these, like, backstories. And I love Walt Simonson. Like, I love seeing, like, stories mm -hmm. with him. But like you know, all of a sudden it's a Walt Simonson story, and it has nothing to do with uh, what's going on in Thor. And we have this bridge, like you know, but we have too many pages. Like we have to fill this book with. It's a legacy, uh, you know, milestone. We have to fill this book with something, and it, mm -hmm. you know, but we have Thor versus Banner, which we're getting to. Uh, it's kind of yeah. lingering out there. And didn't have enough filler, so we threw all this other garbage into it. Nobody cares about the Beta Ray Bill like origin, which could have been great, but was sucked. Sorry, <laughs> well, uh, but mm -hmm. yeah, I, I felt like Junior said we were robbed. We were robbed yeah, they they and, said uh, give me seven, give me eight bucks, and we were like, okay. 
No, go uh, ahead, Jeremy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So enter uh, Banner of War, Thor versus Hulk. And, man, Hulk, Hulk has been, like, running alongside of Thor for a while. And reading Thor and reading Hulk was, like, day and night. Like, Thor I was kind of grasping and, like, really clinging to. I thought it was somewhat solid. And then there's Hulk, which is this kind of silly and the, the spaceship Hulk idea where Banner is, like, driving Hulk. Again, that was kind of a cool idea. Uh, but it just became, like, a bash him up kind of storyline. Uh, you know, it was just threat after threat. You know, I, I've said it to you guys before. We're right back into Jeff Loeb and uh, yeah. Ed McGinnis kind of territory where you're just running through a gauntlet of people and, like, you know. <laughs> How many people know. can Hulk kill in, right. in, in 24 pages or 21 pages? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and that's, that's what it was. And, like, they're driving that engine up. So you have two different Hulk fights going on. So you get, like, double jeopardy. It's. You know, the fight going on outside and the fight going on inside. So it's just slaughter, 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 slaughter. It, it just seemed weak. I mean, it's it's fun and all, but it's just, you know, the book's over in five minutes. You know, I yeah. pay five, $4 for a book. I want it to last me 20 minutes when I'm reading it. When it's over in five, oh, yes. like, it's, it's terrible. I shouldn't be paying $4 for this garbage. Let me ask you a question. So in, in that Hulk storyline, he fights a, a version of Wolverine. Then he fights a version of Spider-Man. I mean, like, I had no clue what the hell's going on in the storyline. Like, none of it made sense. I don't remember I feel much like, of it at all. Yeah. Like, I don't remember the pieces that went together to make get us where we are. Like, Honestly, I, I remember mm -hmm. more of what was happening inside Spaceship mm -hmm. Hulk than outside. Yeah. It's, funny, it's funny that you say that because I'm the same. I'm... I, I would say I'm in the same boat with all three of you guys. I'm reading Hulk because again, Donnie Cates, and Donnie and and when it came to Hulk, again, Thor, I, I've been loving all the way up until 23. I can honestly say, I've been enjoying it. I've been reading it. It's been keeping me entertained. I don't really care if ideas are recycled as long as they're done well and they're entertaining, because I don't know how many times we've seen storylines done a billion times, but. <clears throat> And then you read Hulk. And Hulk number one was a high point. Hulk number two I thought was pretty good as well. But then at three, it, it, it feels like someone kicked it off of a very steep cliff. Because it was like... And then... You know... And, no, no, yeah? No, no, I was just going to say, I, I wasn't the third, the third book the one that was driven with all this hype about, oh my God, Black Hulk, they're introducing a brand new Hulk, evil yeah. version, like... Whatever, yeah. like a like a symbiote Hulk. Yeah, that's exactly what it, it what it was. And and what's weird though, it, there's nothing in that book of that. But like the whole idea of Hulk being taken as a starship almost, and like that banner is at the helm of it. I think it's absolutely brilliant. And if we want to, if maybe we're doing the history of Donny Cates, maybe this is where his brilliant idea came. And then writer's block just like, because that's what it felt like. It's like I'm when you like, get your peepee -pee like this, and then yeah. it just goes. Meow. <laughs> he was like, That's exactly was like, what happened. He was like, "I'm going to bang the shit out of you." Oh God, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> My age has got to me. Um, <laughs> it's exactly what happened to that storyline. I'm have like, you, 
have you seen um have you guys seen Wolf of Wall Street? Yes. Okay, so there's yeah. have you Jeremy? Okay, so there's a scene where he first meets Margot Robbie and the voiceover goes, he goes, I'm gonna bang the shit out of her for three seconds. <laughs> Cause that's <laughs> what it felt like. <clears throat> like that's exactly listen, he, and I'm sure you Donny Cates, uh, I'll put her in Donny Cates banged the shit out of me with Hulk for three seconds, and then I was like, What the hell's happening? I assure um, you, he sits there plotting, plotting. How am I gonna get these motherfuckers money next month? How am how I gonna I, do it? If if he was a dude and we were on a date, he was thinking the entire time, how is he gonna get my panties off? And when he finally gets the panties off, he's like, I don't know what to do here. Because <laughs> that's what it felt like, man. Like He's he's a good writer, and it has nothing to do with his writer, his his ability to write. Because clearly, but I think he's stretching himself too thin. Between Hulk, Thor, you know, Hulk is a monthly book. It should be a bi-monthly book at this point. Because I feel like every time a new one comes up, I'm like, I didn't even read the last one. And they're only on six issues. So, like, what's going on there? Um, Thor is fine, but then you have Crossover. And he's pushing more crossover than anything else of his three titles. Um, and for good reason, some of it. And some of the reasons, like, eh, why? Um, and I think Junior could speak more about that, I would say, of crossover. What, the crossover what? title? Yeah, because I've only read three issues, uh. and then you went back, and you, you, you're you up to date. So the crossover, the, the latest crossover 13 is... is He's got this story arc with um, writers, and he's killing off writers. Like, you have to laugh because he's got Geoff Geoff Shaw involved, mm -hmm. and he's got. I think I think the arc starts with either nine or ten or something. Where Jeff, yes, Jeff Shaw. Yeah, so mm -hmm. you you got you got some of the most epic writers in the industry getting killed off, and no one knows. It becomes like this huge mystery. And he involves like the guys from Powers, you know, and they they're doing like this running around trying to figure out who's killing who, mm -hmm. and then you figure out that it's like Negan, who's I don't know, like they just wrote Negan in, and they have uh, what's his face, uh, the guy that created uh, guy that created Negan. Um, oh, Robert Kirkman. Yeah, so Robert Kirkman's involved there too. You know, be good. Negan. Negan is good in that book. Are you sure? Yes. But look, but absolutely. <laughs> Donny Cates is drawn. Donny Cates is drawn into the storyline. Yeah. And and it becomes sick because I'm like, yo, this is a cartoon version of Donny Cates, the writer, and mm -hmm. Negan is looking to kill him because yeah. he's just. I don't know. I feel like the stuff that's going on in crossover sounds to me more like like he's blogging some something of his life, like. Something's not going right. He's blaming. It's, not, it's almost like he's blaming the fans for him being so good that he's doing poorly at the same time. <laughs> you know, because, because the fans, because the because the fans demand so much of him that the stuff that he's putting out is probably mm -hmm. not as top notch as he wants it to be. Mm -hmm. So I feel like he's trans. He's using this book to translate his emotions, his feelings. Yo, just write a comic book, man. <laughs> you know, get, entertain us. I don't want to know about your. I don't know. I don't want to know about your drama. You know, it's you know? funny. That's that's interesting <laughs> that you said that. Like, we did hype him up as a community because he was he was hitting every nail on the head. 
his Doctor Strange stuff, Guardians of the Galaxy. He was taking almost every hero. I would love to see a Wolverine book, but I feel like that's a bad idea. Um, well, Steg Stegman is drawing a uh, Sabretooth. Yeah. Um, just the covers, though. Or is he drawing the whole book? Uh, he's drawing the whole book. He's not writing. I forgot who's writing it. I think um, he, I think Kate I think Kate needs a break. If it wasn't for Jeremy, I think I wouldn't pick up the new uh, the new Hulk that's coming out. Is it is it new Hulk that's coming out next week? No, it was a Thor. There's a new book. There's a new title coming out next week. I think Thor. it's Thor, Thor twenty five, right? Thor twenty five. Yeah. I wasn't gonna pick it up, mm -hmm. but then I but then after but after talking to you guys on chat, and Jeremy's like, I'm gonna stick through. I'm gonna stick through with it. Uh, but I think if Jeremy Jeremy's a powerful influence, you're a powerful influence because I figured, you know what. If you had dropped the title because it was a huge turd, I think I would have dropped it too because I'm on the same boat. Like after I read like the Hulk banner thing, like I don't know. Like I felt like what are we like? I mean, I know we're adults and we enjoy this these comic books, but this guy's writing this turd of a like Odin's talking to they're having this squabble. It should have been cool, but it wasn't. Odin's talking to like uh Thor. And he's like, let me at him. Let me talk to him. Let, let, let me do let, let me do me. And Thor's like, no, I got this, you know? And then he's like, no, let me do it. And Thor's like, no, motherfucker, let me do it. And Odin's like, no, I got this. And I'm like, really? Four pages worth of that shit? He was watching Moon Knight. <laughs> yes, he was. He was like, and then he, and he takes the, he takes you the know, it's a good idea. <laughs> and throws it at Hulk. It strikes Hawk, and like suddenly Odin's inside of a spaceship. Hawk, like I don't know the physics behind that, but it just seems ridiculous. Um, mm -hmm. Like I, I honestly hope Kate has something up his sleeve here. I, I still have you know, like a shred of belief in him that this is going somewhere in a big way, and I just want to read it. If it doesn't go anywhere, I probably won't read it stuff for a while. You know what's funny? It's. In my opinion, I've never thought he did good on events. Like, I didn't really enjoy Absolute Carnage as much as most people did. I I thought King of Black, King, King and Black was decent, but I felt like it was a struggle reading it until the last two issues. The last two issues really hooked me. But then I was thinking about this before I got on, and I was looking through my comicsology of the books I have of Kate's, and I went to Venom, and I went to what issue 25 of Venom was. And then I remember the conversation that I had with, with Junior. <clears throat> when issue 25 of Venom came out, I remember us being super hyped, super hyped that issue 25 of Venom was coming. Nothing could have took that title down. Nothing whatsoever, except for Virus. A couple issues later, the reveal of who Virus was. Virus um, is a fucking turd. Oh my God, I spent way too much <laughs> on that book. Um... So, anyways, garbage, basura, yo! I just wanted to take the page and wipe my butt with it because that's how bad it was. Like that could have been so good. He has such a cool costume, and they really he just fucked him. I mean, anyways, wasn't it, wasn't it, Scorp he was Scorpion, no? Yes, he was Scorpion. Yeah. Like, uh, that's not a re that's not a reveal. That's a that's a turn. That's. That's that's a I don't know what that is. It's like someone, he could have been an all. Sure. He, he, Scorpion could have been an all-time new super villain, but they screwed it up. Yeah, but anyways, so like I'm thinking about that, and now it's funny. We're at we're already at Thor twenty five, and Thor twenty five already 
like I didn't say, share my opinions on Thor 24, but basically uh, um, Junior here burst my bubble today of Thor 24 because I told him, oh, I haven't read it. And I was like, oh, it's 70, 76 pages. Hello? Oh, no. Can you hear me? I'm here. Okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. There he is. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I mean, like, I'm doing okay. It was Donny Cates. Donny I tell Cates. you, he's listening to me, and he fucking decided that he wanted to disconnect the connection back here. So, so yeah, so I'm I'm sitting in the chair. I'm getting my fresh cut from the colonel, and I'm telling him, oh, I'm going to read 24 today. And he goes, don't bother. And I go, why? And he goes, Donny Cates and, and Nick Klein probably only wrote nine pages of the entire 76 pages of that book. And I'm like, you got to be kidding. He goes, no, look, see. And I pull out my phone. I pull out my digital copy for comics, and I'm scrolling through it. And I'm going, oh, my God. I can't believe I paid this much. That was the first thing that came in my head. I can't believe I paid this much for this book. I thought I was going to get, when I read 76 pages, I was like, we're getting a Johnny Kate's epic. He's ready to go back into the mythology. Nope. Well, the thing about it is, you know, who who said it was a turd first? Was So, so Charlie read it. Mm -hmm. Right? We got to get Charlie here one day so he can shit on Kate's. So Charlie read it <laughs> two weeks ago. And he's the one that said, did anybody read the Thor book, because it was garbage. And I was like, what do you mean garbage? It's written by Donny Cates. And mm -hmm. I had not flipped through the book yet. I said, you're getting 76 pages worth of goodness. It got to be good. And then I, I went, as, as as he as I like put down the phone, and, and I'm at work, and I'm thinking to myself, I said, Charlie better go read this book again, man, because he's probably not reading it right, you know? <laughs> but, me, but then after Jeremy came on and said the book was whack, I was like, nah, this can't be, man. Mm -hmm. I said, is Kate's going down the drain? And then when I finally flipped through and there's only like nine pages worth of it, I said, what the fuck? Look at that. I skipped all the filler stuff. Mm -hmm. I skipped it. I said, I don't want to read this. You know, all yeah. respect to the all, all respect to the to the original guys that did the, the fillers, but yeah. I didn't want to read Better Ray Bill. Mm -hmm. No. And, and honestly, in my opinion, the only Beta Ray Bill comic I want to read is more Daniel Warren. More Daniel Warren Beta Ray Bill, 100%. Hell yeah. Listen. That, that had to have been my, out of last year, one of my favorite books I've read was his Beta Ray Bill run. I'm excited. Of, I, I, I can't wait to read um, Jurassic League. I, I Jurassic League was, Ju oh, Jurassic yeah. League was, was interesting. Did yeah, you I read that? I, I picked it up today. I haven't even touched it. I actually have it right here. It was interesting. Did you read that, Jeremy? It did look good. No, I you, saw it on the shelf and I wanted it, but I did not. I'll be right back. You get you two keep talking. I'm gonna grab my books. All right. Listen, what did what did you think? I mean, I know Ben said he liked the art. What did you think of like um that whole Street Fighter homage when he put he put Hulk and Thor and it looked like fight round one fight and I was like, nah, I wasn't feeling it. No, I, it's been done before. It, it missed. I I got to that splash page and I should have been like, all right, here we go. Like, and no, like all I could see was the light bars at the top and you know <laughs> the the names underneath. It, I don't know. They they take some of these ideas and go too far with them. It, it fizzled out. I, I feel like it fizzled out. There was the other thing. Um, okay, so one thing I thought that was cool, but then it wasn't executed well enough, was so Thor puts the hammer on Hulk, 
Now you're gonna tell me that because only Thor can lift the hammer, Hulk needed to Hulk was held down by the hammer. I've never seen that before. I've seen that uh, before. That's pretty typical. Hulk being held down by the hammer. But considering the hammer is now Odin, it shouldn't have. You know what I mean? I got my uh here for everyone to see. Here's my banner of war. Jurassic League. So this is dope. This is covers dope. Um, I enjoyed it for what it was. It was it was it was quite interesting. Donnie's yeah, that, crossover. Yeah, that, I think that crossover was kind of something. I mean, even if you buy it cheap on Cosmicology or whatever, I think it's worth a read. I got Scorch number five because I'm really digging these X Men homages. I, I can't yeah. do Spawn no more, man. I can't. I, I can't you. do Todd McFarlane. Listen, I love I love Spawn in the nineties. Walking Dead. And I'm I'm a it's Spawn. I have a great I have an interesting relationship with Spawn. Spawn is I'll read him, put him down. Read him, put it down. He's like he's like Hellboy. He's another one of my Hellboy characters. I think Todd is following in the in the footsteps. Oh, that's not his cover. Did, did you get this? No, nah, I, I got the other one. Oh, you oh you did okay. I was gonna say, did you pick it up at all? That good. This if anyone's not reading, I know Jeremy's not reading DC right now, but Suicide Squad: Get the Joker by Brian Azzarello and um, Alex Maleev, amazing. You know what's amazing. great is that Conan book, the new one that's out now by Jason. Uh, Aaron? Jason. Aaron? I haven't read that. Um, I read the first two issues and I thought it was fine, but maybe it just needs a reread. King Conan, right? Yeah, the new King Conan. Yeah. I was trying to think. I, I feel like I feel like going back to McFarlane. I think McFarlane has fallen in the in the same steps as Kate's. You know, he's focused on other things. Like he's focused so much on 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 taking out the guns of of his toy characters and selling the munitions pack now separately. That he's not. He's forgetting about his pride and joy. Spawn. He's got other people drawing it. Other people writing it. Yeah, do you did you read that? The next book is not even gonna be written by him for the first time in like three hundred and something issues. The first time. That's he, nuts. He's too busy trying to take out the guns off the DC toys so he can fucking sell them separately in a fucking <laughs> munitions pack. You know that that's not that's not his fault. You know that's a DC being. That's like, all his fault. And he yeah. bet he told DC, "I got a master plan, motherfuckers." That's exactly what he told DC. <laughs> he's like. He's like, listen to, listen. This is how it went down. This, listen to me, DC motherfuckers. Listen to the Todd Father. The Todd Father's got Todd advice Father. for you. That's exactly how he said it too. I know he did. The Todd, the Todd Father has gonna give you some advice. Take, you know, but no, but listen. Take the guns out of, take the guns out of the boxes. Put knives in them, and then make these fucking geeks and these nerds buy the guns separately, so that. You know, so that we're gonna have to spend another twelve dollars on fucking plastic guns that shit already came in the cart in themselves, and, he, and he's like, "Thank the Todd Father." And DC and DC's like, "You know what?" Because they can't think for themselves, they're like, "You know what?" I think the Todd Father's right. We're gonna take out the guns and put knives in them. Like for example, Grifter needs guns. Why knives? Made no sense. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I can tell you what happened at the end of that conversation. They were like, and by the way, have you met my new protege? His name is Donnie Cates. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up. Um, 
no, man. I listen. I'm not. I'm not gonna support Todd. I know. I know that it might sound like a like a like a gazillion dollar idea, but I'm not gonna mm -hmm. fall for that shit. Tell me if you want any guns, cause I'm picking it up. Ah, no. <laughs> Are you falling for that? Don't do it. Don't do. It. I I want some of my. I saw that, and you know what I said? Sold. I said sold. Thank you, Mr. McFarland. Thank you for thinking of us geeks. Man, kiss your feet. Damn. <laughs> yeah. He'll be laughing all the way to the bank. He's like, I got these fuckers. Arr. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it here first. Todd McFarlane is the comic book version of Walt Disney. He knows how to take all my money. <laughs> the guy's got dirty mitts. Hey, listen, oh, every time, every time you I, I see McFarlane on Instagram with his live videos about all his new stuff that's coming out, he just looks like some evil Grinch. I think uh, we lost Jerem. <laughs> oh no! Oh, there he yeah, is. I'm still there here. He is. Trying to I make think some adjustments. I was like, I, as soon as she said "evil grin," she was like, "No, we do not talk like the about the." Talk. Nah, I just think Todd. When when Todd's on Instagram talking and trying to sell his toys, I look at his stuff and I'm doing is nodding my head. I'm like, this motherfucker. Look at him. He's like the fucking evil Grinch. At least every time I see him, I'm like. I know that Frijoles is just hating on him right now. He's just hating on him. I just can't. And, and going to Target.com and seeing what toys he has on sale at the same time. Listen, I kind of feel like I, I don't mind buying his toys, but mm -hmm. I kind of feel like I feel like at the same time I've just lost a little bit of respect for the dude, man. <laughs> like all, like all it is right now is like mm -hmm. the way he sells his figures. Hey, check this out. This mm -hmm. figure is this figure is signed. Man, we lost we lost white privilege. He's oh, here. Oh, he's he's here somewhere. He's no no, he's coming back. He's coming back. He's coming I back. Try. Listen closely. I could hear him. He's I there. Could hear him. Listen closely. Use your privilege, sir. <laughs> Call them. <laughs> he's bowing. He's bowing. <laughs> Jeremy, yeah. call up, call up what? Verizon. Tell him how you're upset. Listen, he, Jeremy, I feel like Jeremy needs his own monologue. <laughs> uh, all right. Tell, tell him how they hurt you. That's what few others want. Tell him how they hurt you. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you have, let me ask you a question. I gotta ask Jeremy. Jeremy, you have any hate for you have any hate for Spawn or Todd at all? I've been away from him for too long. I don't really have an opinion. I, actually, I was glad when Todd came back to Spawn. Uh, I thought the whole comic was going downhill. I was glad to see him back. And you know, when was that back at issue one fifty or like something crazy yeah. like that? It was it was quite a while ago. So like I picked it up for a while. I was like more of the same stuff. I didn't hang on to it too long, but yeah. Uh, no love lost for the guy. No, uh, I'm 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 here and there with them. If I'm being completely honest, it, it's a love hate relationship. I don't hate him as much as Frijoles. Actually, I don't hate him at all. <laughs> but I don't pick up. I used to be a religious Spawn reader. Like anytime a new book came out, I used to pick it up. And I have to give him props. He still somehow, I don't know how he does it, but this book right here, with this nice ass cover. 
Well, if it's one thing I respect about him, is his comic prices being two ninety nine. How is he still? How is he still selling books at two ninety nine? Because you know what, he cares. At the end of it, as much as as, as a look, stock, cardboard stock, cardboard stock. You know what I think it is? Why? I think he's just trying to sell volume. He's trying to sell volume over quality, man. Honestly, if this is the case, the qual the the volume that he's selling is not it's not bad. That's because you know you know, and I tell you right now why those books are two ninety nine because he's making the rest of it up in guns. <laughs> he's, he's selling those guns on the side, and he's like, "I'm gonna price my books at two ninety nine and still make double the money on those guns." Would you call Todd McFarlane a gun runner? I, you know what? If I had the opportunity, because I don't think he answers any, I don't think he answers any of his tags anyway. I don't think but, so. But I, I would definitely just type that out and tag him. I don't think I'd ever hear anything from him. Probably not. And if you did, I wouldn't be surprised. You're the only person for some reason in this crazy world that these creators are like, let me talk to that fool. Let's do this. <laughs> I don't know how he does it, but like, I could be like, I could straight up being like, Scott Snyder, I think you're the greatest. Don't hear nothing. Fiolas could be like, Scott Snyder, I like that book. It was nice. And he's like, Thank you, the Colonel. I appreciate your love and affection. And I'm like, what the fuck did just happen? I, I can write this man four pages, nothing. This guy writes, this is the first time I like your book in like 20 years. And he's like, Frijoles, we have all respect for you. Ay, Dios. They smell, they smell that black bean juice. <laughs> They're like, mmm, the aroma. Mm. The, the kernel is, is alive. That bean juice. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, man. Now, listen. I What was it? I think it was Batgirls. Yes! The fuck? No! <laughs> I saw that. I was like... Yo! That guy, that guy loves the kernel, man. He's just like, yo! Yes! Yes! Ask him to be on Geek Archives. <laughs> if, if he's on Geek Archives... I'm telling you, you're gonna you're gonna be the new PR person. I want to talk to Elon Musk. Let's see if you can talk to him. Tell him. You no, like no, no, no. Elon Musk is a is a dirty dude, though. That dude's dirtier than Mickey Mouse, bro. Leave leave the mouse alone. <laughs> oh. That dude's got filthy mitts. <laughs> Jeremy, I'm very curious. Now that we have you, we, we could pick Jeremy's brain. Um. What are the titles that you pick up for the most part um, when you do your your pull list? Hold on, hold on. Let me write, let me put the volume up on this. I gotta hear this. Hey, give, him the, give him the one. Make him. Give him the list. one. Give him the one. It sounds like important information. Oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, he's 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 sitting up. Oh, he's, he's getting ready for it. He's I'm getting. Sitting, I'm sitting up. Uh, <laughs> you guys know I'm a Marvel guy. I, yes. I stick with the Marvel titles right now. Uh, yeah, that's basically budget based, but um, yeah, I'm going for Spider Man. I'm going for the X Men flagship title, but a lot of the other stuff I can't, uh, I can't follow that. Uh, you guys have just read uh, Knights of X, and kind of agree <laughs> with me that that book was awful. Uh, so I stick with the flagship. Um, Wolverine was pretty good. Like, Wolverine just came back after the. X deaths and X lives of the Wolverine, like that book was pretty solid. Um, yeah, 
pick up a lot of the main titles. Uh, you know, Thor, Hulk, Captain America trying to get back into those with Sentinel of Liberty and uh, uh, Symbol of Truth is the other one. Yes, um, that's the new one. Yeah, so is, basically all the flagship titles, like Avengers, Avengers Forever. Is there any book out of those, because you're the Marvel guy, that you you would say in a sense is a sleeper hit? Like, you didn't expect to be so... You don't expect it... You didn't expect that it was so good, but also no one's talking about it, that you actually look forward to. Hmm. Um, well, I mean... Symbol of Truth is getting a little love right now just because it's, uh, you know, Sam Wilson's getting his own book as Captain America. He gets to own the title, mm-hmm. you know, alongside of uh, Steve Rogers having his own book. So, uh, you know, not really a sleeper, but, like, I didn't know what I expected because uh, Captain America Zero came out, um, mm-hmm. you know, to hype this. And that book is awful. Yeah. Uh, it really told me nothing. It was just basically a long advertisement for the new books coming out. So I I didn't have a lot of high hopes, but yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. So that was a good one. You know, I could tell you that we could talk about a little bit of hate about the paper of Marvel books. Oh, oh my gosh, the covers. The covers. They're getting worse and worse. All right, I think so the covers are made out of worse material than the inside. Oh my god, you're absolutely right. Is it me, or do the colors look faded on some of these color, uh, covers? You know, they look nice online, and then when you actually get the book in your hand, you're like, what happened here? I don't even feel comfortable handling them until I'm on page three, and when there's a little meat to it. Like, I, I'm afraid <laughs> of putting a thumbprint in it. Jeez. That's why I've been wearing gloves lately. You notice some of the pictures I take, I got gloves on my hands, man. This is retarded. Yeah. Uh, you know what's funny with the Marvel books, specifically the Marvel books. I'll only read digital. I'll skim through the middle, get the digital code, and then I'll read the digital because I feel like anytime I pull open that book, I'm like, oh no, it's something's gonna happen, something's gonna rip. Um, and I think my biggest thing is that when that Daredevil Woman Without Fear came out, and I got that exclusive, I got that cover, I got that one in twenty five cover that looked like Frank Miller. And I got the book in my hand. I go, wow, this is a pretty cover. And then I kind of took it out. And I figured, I was like, oh, maybe it's, it's you know, cardstock. And it turned out to be the same shitty paper that we always get on all the books. There was no differentiation. I was like, ugh, this is gross. This, this, I feel like my toilet paper feels better sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no good, man. No good. No good. That's the mouse, bro. The mouse. The mouse is like, <laughs> I go to bag and board those books. You try to bag and board them, they feel like they're going to collapse just pushing it into the bag, trying to get out. Like, yeah, you feel like you're going to rip them. The, the cover is ripples, it, like just trying to get your fingers in there. It's an, mm-hmm. Is it possible? Bad. Is it possible? Like, I don't, I lately I've heard something called paper shortage. You think it's? Pa- I, I doubt pa- paper shortage is a problem with the printing tell, issue. Tell that to Todd McFarlane. For two ninety nine, Todd McFarlane. <laughs> but you know what? Todd McFarlane's making money on guns. <laughs> McFarlane ain't making ain't making no money. I mean, Mickey Mouse ain't making money on guns, bro. 
Yeah, he could honestly. He could be like, "Oh, I'll buy this gun, kids," and they'll be like, "Sure, Mickey." Uh, it's it's funny. Like out of all the companies, out of all the companies, you got DC, Marvel, IDW, Aftershock. The pa- the paper on these Marvel books, you would expect they would be a little bit better. They at least there would be something substantial. But then then again, they they sold a bunch of people on Avengers Campus, which is basically which I've said a billion times. It, all it is, it's they made a, a freaking office building. It was like this is Avengers Campus. This office building is Avengers Campus, and people were like, "Yes, it's Avengers Campus." Look, Spider Man just jumped over in the Avengers Campus. Unbelievable! Terrible, terrible, terrible. Not cool, man. <sighs> ben, I don't so want to hijack you- your show, but I got a question to ask. Uh, I've been meaning to ask you guys. Did you see? You got to help me out with this one because I just saw it like, you know, maybe two or three days ago. And I was wondering if you guys had noticed, but uh, DC was hyping that like one of Marvel's big, uh, big name writers is coming over. And it was it was on par with like Jason Aaron, Jonathan Hickman, Kieran Gillen. I can't remember who it was. Did you remember? Have you read that? Mm, no, I didn't hear about that. Open ship. So, uh, somebody from a, somebody from Marvel's jumping ship to where to DC to DC. I'm, yeah, I'm I, looking up right, right um, now. There, there. All right. I mean, as long as it doesn't turn out to be a Bender situation, where Bender started writing turds. Um, like he started sure. like he started off strong, and they just started writing turds. Yeah, Bendis was a. You know what, if you have to, hold on. You can hold on to that topic, and, like, I can get back with you guys on that. Because, like, I, I I saw it, and I I should have put it on the agenda, but it, it was seemed big to me. Yeah, I might have yeah. to look that up. I haven't heard about that yet. Same here. I'm, but, I'm but listen, but if Jason Aaron jumps ship, I'm following him to D.C. Because he writes some great shit. It can't be Chip Zdarsky. Because Chip Zdarsky Chip already, already, he's, already he's, he's already writing. He's already writing Batman. Mm-hmm. I keep getting that's why I keep getting Marvel. I've looked at Marvel Rider going to DC. Yeah, Zdarsky's Zdarsky's going over to Batman. That should be picking up pretty soon if it hasn't already, right? Yeah, yes. they're up to issue five. I think it's a twelve issue miniseries. I'm not mistaken. The the Batman the Night. Now, question. This is it's off topic, but it's it's very much on the same um, kind of thing. Um, is has anyone started reading Flashpoint Beyond? I have them. I haven't mm-hmm. read them yet. I haven't read them either, and I feel like we should. There's be only two like, issues. It's only it's only it's only zero and then one. Yeah, but they're the only book being written by Jeff Johns at the moment, which is very curious because like. You know, say what you want as him as a as a person, but the man writes gold. Like I can't think of a of a book that he's written that I was like, yeah, that sucked. <laughs> um, so I'm very curious. Is that about Thomas that. Wayne Batman in the future with? Yeah, the new Batman. Is that how that works? I think like, that's what it is. It's this cover, though. You, we've all seen it a bunch of times already. Yeah, yeah. Of of yeah. Um, Thomas Wayne Batman holding. He's holding his sword, and then he's holding um, uh, Aquaman's trident. And the art is done by uh, Ed, Edward uh, Russo, which I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. 
and it's fun. It, like Flashpoint is awesome. We all we all know Flashpoint is awesome, and the fact that he's dipping back into that well is makes me very curious because he's he's great with it. So I was just wondering about that. Um, I can't find anything about it about the Marvel writer. Yeah, I'm actually looking up yeah, Jason Aaron. Awesome. What happened? No, I just looked up Jason Aaron. I don't see anything coming from him. Anything about DC? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I was reading some garbage. <laughs> uh, could have been, could have been some false news, some fake news out there. But fake news. I just wanted to see if you guys heard anything about it. Um. Yeah. No, I haven't. It seems like um. I right now I'm looking through pages of like, oh the big the big books that are coming out or are out. We got Batman 125. It's supposed to be a big book. Um, the Hellfire Gala uh, for X Men for uh, 2022. That's coming out. Oh wait, you know, you know we have. Yeah, June 29th actually. Uh, June 22nd, oh. a Clementine book from The Walking Dead. If everyone played the the what's it called it, the the, the Telltale series. Um, Dark Crisis starts June seventh. Yeah, I don't see. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. I'm sure. If, I'm sure if something pops up on Instagram, I'll, I'll see it. Yeah, and then the other books that are hype, super hyped out is uh, Jurassic League, and uh, Flashpoint Beyond. Um, now that we have Jeremy here, and he's the excellent. He's out of all our specialties, which is funny because. As us as as nerds, we all have our specialties. Jay is definitely the guy who reads the really obscure comics. Um, I could say that, you know, I'm sure everyone agree. I'm the Hellboy guy, for sure. The Mignola Hellboy guy. Anything that does with, like, the supernatural, I probably have read it by now. Um, Junior is the retro guy, but Jeremy is the X-Men guy. 100%. <laughs> Um, what did you think of New Mutants, the movie? Yeah, you're asking I Jeremy. Didn't even get to the movie. Oh, <gasps> yeah, yeah, it was that bad. Um, I maybe watched thirty-five minutes of it before I turned it off. It was boring. Mm. Uh, it was not New Mutants. It definitely it had was. all the right elements, but. You know, as far as characters, the storyline, you know, holding my interest, it lost me pretty quick. Yeah, I agree. I um, I saw it through and through, but I was kind of watching it like while doing something else, and that was kind of the only way I was doing it. Um, I think I was playing video games, and I had it playing in the background. So I, you know, every few seconds, I would look over here, and I'll be like, "Oh, okay, that's interesting." Um, hmm. what is your favorite X Men movie out of all of them? There's a lot. Probably got to go back to the beginning. Uh, I like the first one. It really wowed me. Like when it first came out, it was the first time you get to see Wolverine pop his claws in a live action movie. Um, you know, I kind of like the uh, was it uh, Days of Future Past. Like they did a spin on the story. 
yeah that yeah was decent uh, yeah, they took a they took an old story and gave it some uh gave it a little fresh uh feeling a new life for sure but, um, um yeah dark phoenix stuff yeah you forget all that but uh, i feel like they've, all, they've stuff, messed it up pretty good yeah absolutely i feel like all of them oh well i feel like you can literally pick and choose the good ones and the bad ones of those movies the first movie is good I think it's only before the actual nostalgia and the fact that I've seen Wolverine, especially that first scene where you see Wolverine and you're hearing like that ding, 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 as he's being hit, you're hearing like almost like a metal tone as he's being punched. And then when he takes out his claws and breaks the barrel of the shotgun and you see the, the skin part, like as the blade comes out, you're like, Ooh, that's cool. Days of future past. I liked a lot. Uh, I actually have the, the road cut of that movie where they um, added another, like, I think it was like 10 minutes to show you what happened to Rogue in the movie that they took out of the theatrical cut. Um, yeah. And that was fun. Uh, I'm trying to think what other movie Best that part I of the first think. X-Men movie was Wolverine's in the, you know, trapped inside the Statue of Liberty and, like, you know, they think they have him up against the wall. He's got, like, his fist pinned against his chest. Yes! Like, you know, you, you know you don't have nothing. He pops his claws into his own chest to free himself. Mm-hmm. Like, that was badass. Oh, definitely. This, mm-hmm. this, they really brought you know and became the 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 career of Hugh Jackman forever as Wolverine. Um, yeah. Which is funny. I, I can't. I feel like we say that with certain people, but it, I feel like we the next person who plays Wolverine is gonna have a really hard time playing Wolverine. Because it's not like they're gonna keep Wolverine hidden forever. That's the expectations that people that people want. You know, like you know, like him or him. I think James McAvoy plays a very good Professor X, and I think he could eventually grow to be the new Professor X eventually. Um, You know, Patrick Stewart is amazing, and honestly, what's his name? Michael Fassbender as Magneto. I think they did those two people justice. Of casting these actors to play a younger version of those actors. Um, yeah, they didn't put them. Everyone's... They didn't fairly put them into a movie that, like, you know, uh, that was going to be successful. But you're right; they they did a really good job. Uh, I think they could carry the title if they yeah. wanted to go forward with it. For sure, especially that both of them are still young, and you know. How many years we have left with Patrick Stewart being anything? I'm surprised when I when I see yeah, the trailer money. for like. That's uh, why they killed him off. That fucker's old. They killed him off three times <laughs> at this point. <laughs> you know they they killed him off in in Last Stand. They killed him off here. No, they only killed him off twice. No, three times. And then they killed him off in Logan. They killed him off three times. Um, I like Logan. I know Frijoles is not a fan of. Logan, but I like Logan up to a certain point. Um, I think the movie is very good until they show the the younger version of him, of Wolverine. Then I'm like, okay, we're in the we're in the territory of Fox X Men movies where this is supposed to be clever. <laughs> uh, Man, yeah, that, that's how I feel. That movie, you know what it, what they should have done? They should have brought back Sabretooth. I feel like he he did not get honestly. Um, what's his name? 
the guy who plays him, Ray Donovan, what's his name? Uh, the one who played him in, in Origins. I feel like if they brought him Sabretooth? Yeah. Oh, that dude did an excellent job on Sabretooth. Yeah, like if they would have brought him back for Logan, I feel like that movie would have just went pop. It would have exploded. Just yeah. to have just to have him back to have him be the the research assistant or uh, not research assistant, like the instead of the young Wolverine we get him. I think that would have been super badass. And we get yeah. our, our Wolverine Sabretooth fight with all the blood and guts that we've kind of figured we would get. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh, favorite X Men, Jeremy. Um, Gambit. I know it. <laughs> he loves Gambit. <laughs> Gambit's up there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, it's paying tribute to like my mom, uh, Kitty Pride. My mom's name is Kitty. Um, oh, nice. I always love that character, even though she's Catherine now. She can't go by Kitty. Yeah, it, it's okay. Uh, but Kitty mm-hmm. Pride, the. You know, Jeremy loves Kitty Pride. To the, mm-hmm. to the 80s. Yeah, okay. going back to the 80s, like, you know, in her origin, that was definitely mm-hmm. my character. Um, yeah. Uh, Gambit. You can't go wrong with Gambit. Like, you know, you can Gambit's awesome. kinetically charge, like, objects and, like, throw them and they explode on impact. That's probably That's one of the coolest power. powers out there. I know he's not. Yeah, I know he's not one of the Omega level mutants, but like, mm-hmm. I don't care. He's like Cajun with like kind of a, you know, questionable like <laughs> demeanor. He likes girls a little too much. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Pretty lightly. On the outside, is like this, yeah, it's kind mm-hmm. of like his own vigilante character. So, yeah, definitely props to him. Kitty, like him. Kitty Pride for life. Kitty Pride for life. Um, <laughs> fa- favorite piece? Hey, Catherine. Ca- Catherine Pride. Excuse me. Um, favorite piece <laughs> of, X- of X-Men, um, I guess, memorabilia that you own? Cool. That was, you're like, I could Man, see I the wheels spinning. <laughs> yeah. Um. Is there one piece that a lot you of were after? appearances, but yeah, that I'm after. No, that you, as, that like you were at that you have that when you got it, you were like, "This is it. This is my piece. This is this is the piece that resistance." It wasn't hard to get, but you know, my Kitty Pride and uh, Emma Frost's first appearance, X Men One Twenty Eight. Like that's uh, oh, nice. Yeah, that's up there. Nice. Uh, Man. Three foot tall sentinel is another good one. That's... <laughs> oh, true. It, wait, is it around? Can you show it? Eh, it's not handy, but eh, uh, maybe maybe other time. Maybe another time. <laughs> wait, you still got the big giant sentinel? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said you sold it. I thought you got rid of it. One of them. That's that's that's. Oh, you had multiples. I I just he he didn't. For those who have the audio version, you couldn't hear me. My face was like, oh shit. Yeah, I had that one sitting in here, and I 
just couldn't keep it. It was too big. But uh, That's awesome, bro. Yeah, it's too big for my room, but you know, you should have had it hanging from the, so from the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> flying. <laughs> yeah, it's a flying set. Well, they do fly, so she was bananas. Interesting. Anyways, I think this does it for the latest episode of Geek Archives. What do you think, Colonel? Listen, we had a fantastic time. We got to have white privilege back again. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should do an Avengers thing. Next next time we get another guest, and then we get another guest, and then when it's over, have them all on. This, this program could take 10 people at a time. So, oh, wow. you know, I'm... I'm just saying, we, we should do this, and then it'll just it'll just be a bunch of nerds being like, you know, you suck. Nice, no, no, you suck. And so, <laughs> nah, it's cool to hear everybody's opinions, you know, especially when you hear it live, you know, like ver versus chat and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's cool, man. Well, thank you, Jeremy. Thank you for coming on. This yeah, was, was fun. Fun. Yeah, definitely. We have to get you back on. If you find out whatever that um. That that uh, writer that jumped ship, please let us know so that we could talk about it next time, or even we'll hold it till the next time you come back on. For certain. Yeah, I'll go back through my feed and see if I can find what I was reading. <laughs> as long as it's not another Bendis episode, no more. Uh, Bendis. No, no, not that. Bendis had me buying fucking <laughs> Superman and Wonder Legion. Twins and Legion. like. Really? Then he just like just craps on everything. <laughs> he that's what happened to Donnie Cates. He was hanging out with Bendis. Ben, Bendis, Bendis was like, Come to Portland, I'll teach you about veggie tofu, which makes no sense now that I said it out loud. Listen, anyways, listen, before we go, I just need to know. I just really need to know are you picking up that new Thor next week, Jeremy? Yes, all right. I can tell you yes as well. I'm picking it up. All right, yeah. I, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick it. I'm gonna pick it up just to support the course, so we have something to shit on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you don't need to. You don't need to spend four ninety nine to, to to shit on something. But no, nah, listen. But it was. But it was cool to actually be so hateful about it that when you that when you get into chat, you're like, "Did you guys read that that new issue?" Like, yeah, man, that shit fucking sucked. Why they suck so much? Fucking Kate's back again with his nonsense. <laughs> the whole issue is just gonna say <laughs> writer's block every page. Writer's block. It's just gonna. Oh man! It's, oh my god! I'll be so pissed if Kate's ever pulls this. I will stop reading all his shit. If he does a whole issue of just images, fuck that. I'll be so pissed off. Completely. I'm still. I'm still pissed. He didn't come to the fucking Comic Con. Yo, Jeremy, did you? Did I tell you what happened when I went to Philly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it took him a second to think that. about it. <laughs> Donnie Cates broke Frijoles' nah, heart. That's why this crazy. episode came. That dude broke my heart, bro. I went all... Yo, you know what it's like when you when you fucking leave here to go to get this con? And okay, fine. Stegman was there. But it's like the acknowledgement wasn't even there. Like, he looks up. Hey, what's up? Looks down. He's too busy fucking drawing. I'm like, yo, but, but Substack. But I'm like, there's a there's a free poster there for you. I'm like, 
what? <laughs> Pick any poster you want. It's yours. And he's going back, and I'm like, man, what kind of interaction is this, bro? Where's Kate's? No one knows. All you heard, all you heard was crickets. Really? The staff doesn't know. Everybody's <laughs> just like, the whole thing was a mess. People standing in line don't know what the fuck is going on. They're refunding money back that they had because he was supposed to sign these books, so they were taking the money up front. But by the time I got there, they weren't. They had already stopped collecting the money. But they didn't even tell me anything. I'm standing on this line. Sharon walks away. She comes back. She's like, "Where's Kate? No one knows." She's like, "Okay, I'll be back. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go look for some Loki stuff." She goes looking for Loki stuff. She comes back. She's like, "I found something I really want. Where's Kate? Not here yet." What happened to Kate? No one knows. The staff don't know. Stegman don't know. Stegman knew. Stegman knew. Stegman knew, but he was being quiet about it. Stegman knew. Stegman texted him. He got a text from Stegman <laughs> in the morning. Yo, are you coming? And he was like, no. No. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now exactly what happened. This is what happened. Donnie Cates called Stegman up. Uh-oh. I'm not going to hit the cocks. <laughs> he, Donnie Cates interfered in this episode because you just stuttered mad hard. I'm sure Jeremy saw that too. <laughs> he didn't yeah. want me to, he didn't want to hear what I had to say. <laughs> he was like, stop this motherfucking colonel. Shoot him. Shoot him down now. He's on a rampage. He's on a rampage. <laughs> He was like, you know what? Next, he's like, the next issue of crossover is gonna say dedicated to this motherfucker named Colonel Freeholders. So long, everybody. Peace. <laughs>